Hi everyone, welcome to my channel. And if you're listening via my podcast, welcome to my podcast. Today's show is a reaction to the Young Jock interview uh, with Safari. And I actually saw the post on the Shade Room. I don't think that the interview has been released yet. So once it does come out, I may do another reaction to that just so I can see if I have the same reaction that I have right now. But ultimately, Safari was talking about how difficult marriage is in today's time and basically how he wished that he would have just stayed, uh, maintained his relationship as boyfriend and girlfriend versus getting married because in today's time it's too difficult. He actually called marriage technical. <laughs> And he said that even the most basic things like going to the grocery store, um, like taking out the trash, even the most basic things are made difficult because of marriage. And I think a lot of people are kind of on this kick right now where it's like a lot of people are just kind of anti-marriage and they will have you believe in that there is no possibility for you to have a successful relationship. And I mean, even in the interview, he went on to say, like some people might say that, yeah, you can have a successful relationship. I've been married 20 years plus, 30 years plus. And he's like, well, in today's time, that won't happen, basically. And I totally disagree, even though I've been married and divorced. So that's a, uh, <laughs> a little tidbit for you all that um do not know and are just meeting me but i still believe that there is value in marriage and in relationship and that the relationship of marriage does exceed that of boyfriend and girlfriend and i think when he talks about the technicalities i think it's because once people put that ring on their finger or like a lot of people say that piece of paper, <laughs> we don't need a piece of paper to say that we love each other and all that type of stuff. But for me, it's not about the piece of paper. I think that even in a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, if you have that respect for one another, you know, it really just, it really comes down to respect. That's what it comes down to. And the problem is a lot of people don't respect one another. Regardless of whether I'm, and I'll be transparent as far as myself, I don't watch a lot of news. Um, I limit my intake on social media and the things that I watch, ironically, like even if I'm watching TikTok or, you know, if I'm on Instagram or whatever, and it's kind of the reason why I stay off Facebook because on Facebook, it seems like people just post their opinions a lot and go on rants and stuff like that. And I think Twitter is kind of similar. And I'm not saying that I don't I dislike one platform over the other um, because I do have all pages, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. But if I had to have a preference, I would probably say YouTube and TikTok are probably my most used platforms right now 
And I like Instagram too when I'm catching up on people's pictures and things like that. And then now that they have the reels component, it's really interesting. But I love the way that when I'm on TikTok, if I'm watching like the majority of the videos I watch are like travel videos. So my entire feed, because they realize that I'm watching a lot of travel videos, I'm getting travel, 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 or I'm getting food and experiences and things like that. So as long as I don't want to see any negativity, I don't see any negativity on my feed. And I even feel that way about watching the news and things like that. I limit my intake of CNN or Fox 2 or whatever. And a lot of times I do feel like I'm kind of oblivious to what's going on because I don't watch the news regularly. Like I can't say that I watch it every day. I do get a lot of my news from reading actual articles versus hearing opinions. And I think that that keeps me from being swayed as much because when you're just getting the facts, um, it changes your perspective a lot because you get to make your own, you get to have your own perspective. Just in saying that, I would never blame social media for the reason why I can't have a successful relationship with someone. If I'm living with you and we're in relationship, there is absolutely no reason why the two of us should not be able to talk to one another. And I actually did a video on ways to like dissolve arguments and things like that because I think that conflict resolution is a skill that a lot of people need to work on. Like, I don't need to yell at you. I don't need to disrespect you in order to get my point across and let you know how I feel about something. And I think that's something that's difficult for people. It's like, and I see Twitter as being one of those platforms, right? That's why they, uh, Drake said, you got the Twitter fingers. Because it's like one of those things where as soon as a thought comes to your mind, you're jumping on Twitter. Versus when a thought comes to my mind, I'm journaling. I'm writing it down. I'm reflecting. That changes your perspective or it changes the way that you handle things. Because if I'm not jumping onto social media and then... If I'm on social media, I'm getting a backing. And next thing you know, it's people arguing in my defense and defending what I'm doing to another person because of their hurts and the things that they've been through because of their experiences. Versus if I'm sitting here and I'm saying, even writing a letter to someone or writing that journal and saying, you know what, today I was really hurt when this happened and... I want you to know how I feel about this. This is something I teach my students. It's called iMessages. And whenever we would have like some kind of conflict in the classroom, we would stop, take a moment, and do this reflective worksheet. And it's part of like that restorative practice and things like that. And it, it seems that adults need those type of skills too, not just children, because every adult doesn't know how to fight fair. And when you're in a relationship, you're not fighting against each other. You're not battling against each other. You're on the same team. And I think some people don't realize that. But when you jump to social media and you're getting defense from men or women that agree with the way that you handle things 
versus talking to your partner. That's what was causing the issues in your relationship. Not necessarily the dispute that you have with your partner, but once you go to social media and you got that backing, now your ego is fluffed up, right? And it's like, I was writing what I did. I got 99,000 people agreeing with me and disagreeing with you. You only got 2,500 agreeing with you. And it's like, when you say that kind of stuff, it sounds real petty, right? Because it is petty. Any argument that you're having should be able to be solved with the person that you're with, without social media being involved. And if you know that you're weak, because we are weak, we're in a fleshly body and it is weak, you're going to see things that are attracting you in um, smoke and mirrors, as they say, right? And everything is kind of an illusion, so to speak, because you don't know what's real and what's fake. You know, a lot of photos are touched up, a lot of, um, you know, Photoshop and all this type of stuff. And you can even change your background, <laughs> all kind of stuff now, right? So a lot of stuff is an illusion. You think you're seeing one thing and you're seeing something that's totally different. And just because something looks good doesn't mean that it's good for you. And I know that that's an old saying that I've been hearing ever since I was a kid. But it's still so true. Just because I see somebody that may look better, they may be thinner, they may be taller, they may be more handsome, they may be more pretty, whatever. Then the person that you're with does not mean that they were made for you. It does not mean that they're a better fit for you. It's just appealing to one of your senses. But if you root yourself and ground yourself in a relationship that you're in and you say, I'm not going to let these external forces, it's no different from letting your family and friends into your relationship. If you wouldn't let your family and friends tell you what to do, why are you letting social media control your life? And once you admit that social media is controlling your life, what are you doing to back away from it? Are you saying, I'm going to fast. I'm going to stay off my phone for five days. And I know everybody doesn't have a spiritual mindset, but that's important in a relationship. I saw a post today where somebody was saying, do you think that someone could be morally good without believing in God. First thing, what is good? <laughs> what is good? There's no such thing as good people and bad people. There's a such thing as good choices and poor choices, but because you make a poor choice doesn't make you a bad person. That's something else that we need to learn. And also, before we're passing judgment on people, we need more information. It's not our responsibility to judge anyway, but we need to collect more information instead of labeling people as good or bad. And when you have a relationship, there's a spiritual aspect to it. And I think the issue comes in where we try to not be spiritual when we are spiritual beings. How can you not be spiritual? How can you avoid the spiritual part of yourself when we are 
partially spirit. <laughs> and how do I know that we're partially spirit? Because when we pass away, our physical body is still here, but our spirit leaves our body. There's no way that you can live this life without being spiritual. And if you try to live this life without being spiritual, you're going to come into those these types of conflict where because you're not spiritually minded, you can't observe from that higher plane. Being spiritually minded, I can extract myself from the situation. I can extract my ego from the situation and I can look over like with that eagle eye and bird's eye view and say, wow, the way that I said that wasn't right. That's not the way that you speak to someone that you love. Um, wow, you know what? I think that when she said that, she was saying that because, or if you don't know, if you don't want to speculate, ask that person. You know, when you said that I don't love you, what did you mean when you said that? Why did you say I don't love you? And then they can explain to you and then you can say, well, you do know that just because I didn't take out the trash doesn't mean that I don't love you. It means that maybe I'm tired. Maybe I wasn't feeling my best. Maybe I just said, you know what? I can take out the trash tomorrow because I know trash day is not until Friday. But communication is the key. So let's take a step back. So first and foremost, you have to look, th look at things from a spiritual mindset. That's number one. Look at things from a spiritual mindset. When you look at your spouse, when you look at the person that you are in relationship with, you should be seeing them in their totality. You're not just seeing their physical body. You're seeing their heart. You're seeing their spirit. You're seeing the things that they've been through, their experiences, and you're taking all of that into consideration. It's like I've heard people that have been married for 20 and 30 plus years. I've heard them talk about how they had to evolve in their relationship. And you can only evolve if you're on that spiritual plane. So a lot of things are gonna come back to spirituality. When you marry someone, you are becoming one. So you're no longer thinking as just that individual person. You should be moving and thinking as a unit. And if you're not moving and thinking as a unit, then, <laughs> and I'm going to use a lot of biblical references. I just am. <laughs> so, but the Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? And then the world says, what? Birds of a feather flock together. And then we also know you can't be unequally yoked, right? And that's in your friendships. That's in your relationships. You cannot be friends with someone. You cannot be in relationship with someone unless you're of the same mind, the same spirit, the same heart. Two people can't walk together unless they agree. Because if we don't agree... I'm going to go left. I'm going to go right. And you know what? 
I think about when our parents used to say like, oh, uh, don't split the pole. Like when you out walking, you guys know what I mean. If you talk about splitting the pole, because one person is going to the left, one person is going to the right, and it's a pole in between you. And I asked before, I'm like, well, why do y'all make so much fuss about not splitting this pole and whatever else? And it's like, because if we're together, why are you going over there <laughs> and I'm going this way? And then I know some people are going to say, well, we are individuals. But if you're a family, if you're a unit, you're together. You're working together. So it's no reason why even a pole should be dividing us, right? Because we should be walking together. We should be on one accord, right? So got to look at it from a, a spiritual mindset. There's no way that you can be in relationship without being spiritual. And the reason why, and he even stated it himself when he said, um, I know a lot of people are going to say that this is immature because you know it's immature. You know what's immature. Your, your, your spirit is telling you that your behavior is immature. And it may be that he wasn't ready at the time to get married. His mindset wasn't there because when I got married, my mindset wasn't there either. I was young, you know, your mindset is not always there. You don't know what to anticipate. You don't know what to expect. Um, look, anything can happen. Anything can happen. I know you all have seen the videos of like of people that got married and then one of the spouses came um, down with cancer. And then it's like, wow, I didn't think you were going to get cancer. I thought sickness and health was going to come way down the line, but it came quickly. So now I have to jump into action because I was in that honeymoon phase. I was just ready to have fun with you and just have this friendship with you. But now I got to be your doctor or your nurse. I got to be at your bedside. I got to watch you as you're going through this sickness and possibly throwing up and losing weight and losing your hair and all of the emotions that come along with that. And you may not have been ready for it. That was part of what even though, you know, I didn't go through cancer or anything like that. But during my marriage, I also experienced some sicknesses. And it's like you kind of realize once you become sick and how somebody treats you when you're sick, you're like, wow, hmm, you ain't think that this was going to come up like you didn't know how to handle this. And I've even heard couples talk about menopause. And how we know that that's something natural women talk about. Oh, I'm getting hot. I got hot flashes. But thinking about the moods and things changing and all of that, like you got to know how to handle those things. And you have to be in tune with the person that you are with in order to keep this moving, in order to keep that relationship moving. And as that person evolves and grows, you need to evolve and grow as well. Because that's another thing that keeps people divided is when one person is growing in a relationship and the other person isn't. And then you're looking like, well, I'm moving forward. And I'm not just talking about financial gains and things like that. I'm becoming a better person spiritually. I'm working on the person that I am. But if neither one of us are working on the people that we are, it's not going to evolve. We're not going to know how to handle things as they come up 
We're not seeing each other as spiritual and natural. And then we're divided. And people can say, communicate, 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 and all of that. But communication is not always positive communication. It's sometimes pointing the finger. You did this and you did that. And when we went to the grocery store, you picked up bananas. You know I'm allergic to bananas. Why you ain't get apples? I can eat apples. Like, I see what he means. I understand what he means because if you've ever been married and you've ever been in a relationship with somebody, you know that sometimes you can't have petty arguments. But when you think about it, it's like, okay. If he pinched the toothpaste from the middle of the tube and I pinch it from the bottom, is this worth me not speaking to him for the rest of the night because I had to push the toothpaste from the bottom because he pushed it from the middle and it was too much toothpaste coming out? It's not worth arguing over. You see it. You may say something later like, hey, you know, next time when you get your toothpaste, can you just... Roll it from the bottom. That way we won't waste any or something like that. But it doesn't have to be, you don't love me because you did this, this one. Well, why did you leave all your stuff in the bathroom on the floor? You know I got to clean that up. Did they say that you were going to clean it up? Maybe they were coming back to clean it up. Maybe they were, were going to clean it up tomorrow. Is it worth us arguing over? And if it's not worth us arguing over... Let's talk it through. Let's communicate and set some ground rules about how you're going to communicate. These are the words I'm not going to use with you. Let's set some ground rules so that we both know how to fight fair. Even though we don't want to fight, if we're going to fight, if we're going to argue, we want to make sure that it's above the belt. I don't know how many of you guys watch UFC or um, even boxing or whatever. But when somebody gets hit below the belt, when they say low blow and you see them go down. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes they out for a minute and I feel bad. Right now, I feel it in my chest. But that hurts. And you don't want to hurt someone. Like I've had some things said to me where it was like, man, Wow, how long were you holding that? That's what you want. That's how you felt. Like, I know I have probably said some mean things as well, but I try to always make sure that if that what I'm saying is either factual, um, sometimes the facts do hurt, the truth does hurt as well. But I try not to say anything that I can't come back from because. Some things have been said to me, and I'm going to tell you, you never forget. You never forget the things that are said to you. You might forgive. You might move on. But it's always in the back of your mind like, oh, they said this. They said that. You know, whatever they said to you. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to say what's been said to me. <laughs> I might get transparent about that a little bit later. I'll, I don't know. We'll see how far we're going to but you know why I don't want to say it? I don't even want to confess that over my life. I don't even want to speak that over my life because it's not so. Just not hitting people below the belt. Respecting, being respectful, treating people with love, 
treating people with compassion, treating people with grace. Like we have so much compassion for everyone else, but for some reason, when it comes to a spouse or, <laughs> you know, somebody that we know, we can't have compassion for them. It's just like, you don't let this person in the streets run you over back and forth with a tractor, but you want to hold me to the fire. Go figure, right? But I also wanted to touch on the fact that Safari has said that about like relationships aren't like this and aren't like that anymore. They're not like how they were in the 20s and 30s and people are not in your business. I have seen many celebrities, many celebrities have relationships and people not have any idea what's going on between them. As a matter of fact, they had no idea that they were even married, a lot of them. Like, I'll give you a celebrity couple, for example. Tia Maori and Corey Hardrick. You hear any drama about them? Never seen them on the shade room. <laughs> Unless it was something positive, like just her being a positive person. And, you know, her channel was always positive. Her sister, I never heard anything about her and her husband. Um, who else? I can think about... A lot of celebrities, and I don't want to name too many, but some people keep their personal lives private. They preserve that. And that's important, especially when you are in the industry, because you have to know that people are already, especially in their relationship, people are already looking at the track record, right? And it's like, well, both of y'all have these failed relationships. And it's almost like that Lori Harvey and Michael B., <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. I had to be careful because sometimes I slip up and call him Michael B. Jackson. <laughs> but anyway, what were what was everybody saying when they first got together? Oh boy, he about to be another one on her list. Another one bites the dust. Whatever, whatever. And I don't know if they're gonna end up getting married. I don't know if they're just together. And you know what? It's not my business. It's not my business, but I'm just saying that when that people have a habit of speaking on what they see without knowing the facts. But if you're giving them all the information, if you're recording it and you're and then you passing it on to them, how you think they're not gonna be in your business? You don't want to went to Twitter and put your business out there. You don't want to went to Instagram and put your business out there. Don't y'all have each other's phone numbers? Y'all can just call each other. But then you want to blame us. For wanting to know or for being involved. Like, we didn't involve ourselves. When you're making a business out of your relationship and you're making money off of it, then you're going to attract that type of attention. But if you say, you know what? Everything is on. You can talk about my music career. You can talk about her modeling career. You can talk about our acting. You can talk about whatever. But the one thing you're not going to talk about is our marriage. The second thing you're not going to talk about is our children. You set the, the boundaries and the guidelines, but you have to follow them yourself first. I know there was another couple that I had seen where it was like the girlfriend had blocked the boyfriend on social media. And I guess some kind of way they found out. But it's like, why? Like, y'all taking social media too seriously. And I know, you know, I'm not a celebrity, so... I have things to do during the day. <laughs> like, 
And not saying that they don't. You know, I don't know what y'all be doing during the day. I don't know. But I'm just saying, why? Like, you couldn't have handled that person to person. Like, we got to learn how social media, I will agree with him, has provided that barrier where it's like you can do and say a lot of things and you don't have to be accountable for it. I think Idris Elba had made a post a few days ago, like social media has provided this space where y'all can hide behind these usernames and stuff like that. And you can spew racism and, you know, all types of hatred and everything. But it's not real life, people. It's an illusion. And I know I'm speaking to you from social media, but it doesn't always have to be used in a negative way. You only have to put out there as much as you would like to. It's not everyone's business. And, you know, you, but you have to make that choice not to be put in that place. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about, there is this channel that I actually found through TikTok. <laughs> I know y'all gonna be like, this ain't TikTok. Okay. But the couple is called Ling and Lamb. And he's a, um artist, a musician that came from Nigeria. And um, they ended up meeting and getting married. They actually met through one of his video shoots because her mother was working as a part of his team. But when I tell you that I love this channel, so recently they posted a video and they were on vacation and she had started the video and she's like, I woke up and I thought my husband was missing. And then look, you know, I saw him and I love when things like this are shown because there's so many negative things. And it's like, whenever somebody posts something positive, right? It's like, why they have to post that? That should be kept between them. But all the scandalous stuff, we like, give us the tea. We want to hear it. We want to hear it. We want to see what's... No, we need to hear this positive stuff too. So she aims the camera down and he's sleeping on the floor. And she's like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't know why he's sleeping on... So when he wakes up, he tells her like, he knows that he snores. And he looked at her and he could tell she was uncomfortable. Did she say she was uncomfortable? No, because she probably didn't want to hurt his feelings. She didn't say she was uncomfortable. She was doing her best to just lay there and sleep. But he snores. So because he saw that she wasn't comfortable, he got out of the bed. He took his blankets and made a pallet on the floor next to her. And I thought that was just the sweetest thing, like just the sweetest gesture, because how many times have you seen that your mate wasn't feeling well? Did you ask them if they, if you can make them some tea? Did you ask them if it was anything that they needed? Did you ask them to rub their feet or maybe put their feet up or give them a heating pad or anything to make them feel more comfortable? So when he talked about it, he talked about the sacrifices that she makes for their relationship. And he said, with you making the sacrifices that you make, how dare I, even in this small thing, even just with me snoring, even in this small thing, I'm going to give you that consideration. And he's like, some people, 
might say, well, who cares if she, if she can sleep or not? Like, I'm sleeping. She know I snore. You know, she knew this before she married me. Like, how many times have we heard that? She knew this before she married me. I ain't got to change. I am who I am. Uh, and it's like, where is that getting you? Yes, you are who you are. I am who I am. But is it getting any one of us anywhere? And if it's not getting us anywhere, we got to work on it. We have to change the way that we're handling things. We have to change ourselves. So he says that his ego could have gotten in the way and said, well, I'm just going to stay up here in the bed. The bed is comfortable. You know, she'll be able to sleep or she'll just ignore it or whatever. But because he had compassion towards her, because he loves her, because he adores her, he made that pallet on the floor to allow her to sleep. And that's the kind of consideration that we want to have for the people that we love, especially in your marriages. You want to have that type of consideration where you can see what's wrong with them before anyone else does because you're the closest person to them. You see them every day. Why do people end up cheating sometimes? Because what? People on the outside paying attention to them. Their work wife, <laughs> not saying I condone any of that, but their work wife or their work husband is, oh, I see you've been sad. I see you've been down. Can I do something for you? Can I? And then it's like, oh, my husband didn't even say nothing. He ain't even noticed. My wife didn't even notice. And then little foxes destroy the vine. So as those people are coming in and noticing those things, you're making a way for them to infuse their way into your relationship. Overall, just my reaction to this video is that I really want him, I really want him to go back and think. And if he does, and I hope that if, if they both desire it, I think that they can recover from it. But I think that it's going to require that ego and that hurt to be eradicated like you cannot go on with that hurt as much as people think that okay you can just bury it and internalize it and wrap it up and sweep it up under the rug you can't do that you got to acknowledge that there's something there yes i've been hurt in the past yes i had these issues you know and don't blame the person don't blame the person. <laughs> Try as hard as you can. Because even when I've made mistakes and things like that in the past, and it's like, you know, you will say, oh, I did that because you did this. And, but it's like, okay, let me step back. That's that spiritual ego again, right? And it's like, you know what? I can't base my my moves and my decisions on what you did and say that you're the reason I did it. I can't point the blame on you. I got to take responsibility for my actions because I chose to do whatever I did, whether it was to be vindictive and trying to get back at you or, you know, whatever it might be. It's a matter of self, of ego. And I was so glad that Lamb had highlighted that in his in his uh, in their video, because 
it is our ego that's getting us into a lot of trouble. And social media is what boosts that ego. Oh, I'm getting these likes. I'm getting these followers. And that becomes more important than what's really going on in front of us and the relationships that we have. Of course, I always think about children as well because that's just where my mindset goes. And being a child of divorce, I always do think about those type of things from that child's perspective. And I know that adults sometimes have to make decisions that they don't necessarily want to make, but it's what's best for them. And I know that they have to do what's best for them. But I hope that they can get on at least the same page where they can respect one another and not put that hatred or that disdain for one another or even for how their relationship turned out not to plant those seeds in the children. That's what you don't want to do because you never want a child to feel like they have to love one parent over another or favor one parent over another. You want them to grow up in love. You want them to grow up in compassion. You don't want them to experience the same hurt and the feelings that you have. Because I don't know either one of them personally, but I can guarantee like nine times out of ten, eight times. Like so many of us come from not coming from two parent households or not being raised by both parents and so many alternative um, type of situations that people are brought up in. So I know that most of the time people have had those type of experiences. But if you can move past that hurt, if you can take that step back, look over it from a spiritual aspect, if you can communicate how you're feeling without trying to hurt or harm or hit below the belt, and then Lastly, if you can move forward in love, and we know that you're not going to necessarily forget what happened, but to forgive and to not hold those things against that person, I think that that would be the way to move forward in this situation. And I wish everyone the best, not just them, because I know there's probably many people that are in these same type of situations. And I know especially today, social media has <laughs> done a lot. But I do want you all to know that it's just a platform. It's not real life. It's an illusion. It's not real life. And real life is what you have with the people that you love. And that's what I want to close out on. So thank you all so much for joining me today, for listening to my podcast, for listening to my channel. I want you all to like, comment, subscribe. And share it. Pass it on to someone else. If something in this message, in this podcast, or on this video has touched you or inspired you, or if you have some thoughts or feelings towards it, I would love to hear from you. You can DM me. My social media is C's Simple Secrets. C-S Simple Secrets. Um, you can follow me on all platforms. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, and Twitter by that same name. So thank you all for joining me. Peace.